This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. Coach's Wife Life is brought to you by Ruler of Hope. Ruler of Hope is a nonprofit with the mission of providing support and research for medically fragile children. You can partner with the organization to make a difference for a child battling a critical illness by making a tax-deductible donation at rulerofhope.org. I'm so excited to have Grace Henry today. Grace is the wife of Joseph Henry, who is the newest member to the Missouri Tigers staff. As of its recording right now, it hasn't even hit football scoop. That's why, ladies, you have to tune in to the coach's wife life. He was previously the running backs coach and punting coordinator with Florida A&M. Grace, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been really looking forward to this and talking to you and being a part of your podcast. Now let's talk about that road to Columbia. You haven't even made the move yet. It's still in the works, but Coach Henry has previously been at Arkansas, UAB, Birmingham Southern, Prairie View, Florida A&M, a lot of different levels of football there. Now, last year, recognized by the AFCA 30 under 30. When you hear all those things and you see him on the field, what do you think makes Coach Henry special? I just love to see him doing what he truly loves to do. Um, and that manifests how he coaches and, and his philosophy. Things just like encouraging the guys by conditioning with them. Um, he literally challenges them. And as he gets older, I get nervous that his competitiveness is going to cause him to come home with some sort of injury. Um, But, and I know you said off the field, but he really, really makes an effort to connect with his players and spend time with them on an individual basis outside of football. He believes that this is what God has called him to do and to make a difference in the lives of the young men and mentor them. Um, and to provide them home away from home. Because like I said, he's there to make an impact and not just to win games. And so I love getting to see him live that out and live out exactly what he is called to do. Now, before I get into the absolute favorite question that everyone just begs me to ask, which is, how did you meet your coach? I'd like to know about you. So where did you grow up? And did you ever see yourself as a coach's wife? Um, So I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. I lived there pretty much my whole life, minus a short stint in Nashville. Um, I went to Auburn University, and I was always involved in athletics growing up. Um, As long as I can remember, I ran track, cheer, um, and I've also been around and worked in athletics. I was a recruiting hostess at Auburn, and then I did an internship there for the football department. So I was actually able to see firsthand how challenging um, this life can be for a wife and for a family. And honestly, through those experiences, if anything, I was probably deterred from wanting to live this life. Um, Mm -hmm. But obviously, that is not how it turned out. And I would (laughs) not change anything for the world now. So now I didn't really see myself as a coach's wife if I looked back years ago to where I am now. It definitely is something intimidating to look at. I worked in the office as well and looking at, you know, some of these wives going, wow, they really have to be pretty independent. And it's something I think that you grow into or, you know, once you see your husband's passion, but it's definitely uh, tough to look at from the outside going, okay, this is, this is what it's going to be like. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think that actually was 
able to help me in the long run know what I was getting myself into, I guess, um, knowing that he was going to put in the long hours and that he wouldn't be home and knowing I was going to have to pick up a lot of extra things that um, other wives with other professions don't necessarily have to take on, like changing the oil or, you know, all those other kind of stuff. So I think it kind of helped prepare me, although I didn't know I was being prepared at the time. So how did you meet Joseph Henry? Um, honestly, there's not a crazy story to go back and tell the grandkids one day. Um, we just had mutual friends who introduced us. Um, and after the first time that we met, he asked for my number and has called me every single day since. And you now have two gorgeous children, right? I've got a social media stalked you, I have to admit. Yes, we do. There is Lindley, and she just started third grade. And then our son, Ford, um, just started his third year of life. He's three. Um, and they are both crazy and fun and smart and love everything about this life and outgoing um and so we just could not be more blessed in that aspect from my research you're an attorney is that correct yes i am now what type of law and and how does this work being a coach's wife so i'm a contract attorney um and my work primarily comes from one firm that's based in little rock arkansas uh, called bright lindsay and jennings so i don't really specialize in a particular area of law because um, I just kind of get whatever the firm gives me but they mainly they do a lot of business and corporate stuff pretty much everything but criminal law and family law so that's mostly what I see um, but one day when the time is right I'd like to break into the sports law world my mother-in-law actually was an NFL agent and does sports law and obviously my husband coaches football and it's kind of a family business. So when I dream about what I'd like to do and what area I would like to practice in, um, I think when the time is right, that's something I would like to try. Um, but for now, I'm just content continuing with the opportunities that I have and um, keep doing what I'm doing. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, you don't hear many attorneys that are able to work remotely or work uh, in different states and able to manage all of that being a coach's wife. That's a, that's a big career. When did you know that you wanted to do that as a, a life goal? My grandfather and my uncle were both lawyers. And ever since I was little, I can just remember running around their firm, probably causing all kinds of disruption. Um, sort of got the law firm pet title. Um, and so it's just sort of been something I've always seen myself doing. Um, but what I didn't know was how to combine the football life with being an attorney. Um, it's sort of an unusual partnership, I guess, if you will, um, because of the one little thing, which is the bar and having to be licensed in every state. And as you well know, we move around a lot and I don't particularly want to take the bar in every state. So you have to get a little more creative um, with the types of jobs that you can take, but it's definitely possible and you can make it work. You just have to find something that'll fit. Um, things like corporate law or like in-house counsel have different licensing roles. So that's something that I looked into that can translate. But what I do being a contract attorney um, is, I actually work for other lawyers. So the lawyers are my clients, not the people who need representation. And 
So I do things like writing memos and drafting briefs, doing doc review for other attorneys. And that means that I can do it remotely and I sit on my couch and work and get paid from whatever state I live in, whether it's Missouri or California or New York. Um, I can live anywhere and still do contract work. So that is what makes it doable for me and makes it such a good fit for our family. That's absolutely incredible. Did you know that going in that there would be some type of flexibility or you just followed that passion and going, this is what I want to do and was just kind of, you know, not knowing what the future would hold? I honestly had no idea. I hoped that I could find something like that. I didn't know if it was something that I dreamt up in my head or if it was even possible. Um, I I really, I had no idea. What I do is exactly what I wanted to do, but I didn't even know if that existed. Um, fortunately, I was able to find something. And so maybe, hopefully, that would encourage other people who are thinking about that career path to know that it is possible um, because it works really well for us. And I know several other wives, actually, that are attorneys and um, that have coach husbands, and they work just as well. So do you work part-time or full-time? So that's the other really great thing is I can control my hours completely. So um, the the start of the year, like January to May, I worked a lot, not quite full-time, probably about 30 hours a week. Um, But then during the summer when hubby is home, I cut back a lot and probably worked 20 hours a week maybe not even that because we went on vacation sometimes. Um, But then when he is in football season and he gets home late, I fill that time working and I work closer to a full-time job. So it's, that's the really wonderful thing about it is it's so customizable just to our needs and our schedule and, um, you know, super flexible. So I, I really, like I could, like I said, I could not have dreamed of a better situation for us in this life. That's amazing. That really is. Some of the things uh, that stand out to you when you think about handling being a coach's wife, working full-time, mostly full-time, are there some things that you have found that you've done that's effective in balancing all of that? Honestly, I just take it day by day. That's really all I can do. There are some weeks where I look ahead at everything I have to get done, and I just think, how on earth am I going to do all this? And I know in the back of my mind that I'm going to make it happen, and it's going to happen. So I try not to worry about it. And like I said, I just take it day by day. I'm a big list person, so I just find, um, I guess, gratification, or I don't know if that's the word, but I I like to strike things off my list. So um, if I can just make a list that day and knock out most of them, let's be honest, I very rarely get all of it done. Um, But if I just take it day by day and a lot, however many hours I plan to work and however many hours I, you know, have things to do around the house and activities for the kids and depending on when Joe is coming home, you know, I just, like I said, day by day, every day is different and try not to get overwhelmed. I know it can be very tough. Also, uh, things, you know, that we face as coaches and wives um, can be unusual, can be unique to us. What do you think has been some of the toughest adversity that you guys have faced as a couple? And what did you rely on to get through those moments? 
so I know most most every coach's wife has had some stint where they've had to be away from their husband for longer than they would like when a husband gets a job and you know has to move ahead of you. Um, and I had always said that that was never going to happen for me. I was always going to go right when he did. Um, but obviously, God has different plans for our lives, and we don't always get to make our plans. Um, so we did a six-month stint apart, and I know that plenty of wives have done that. And I, it's it's amazing how resilient that we are. Um, and while we did that, I also was studying for the bar, which is the hardest thing I've ever done, just the bar in itself, um, and also trying to pack and move. And I had the kids by myself, and my husband was 10 hours away. And so that just, it was a lot, and mm-hmm. we made it through it. Um, I, you know, again, took it day by day, and we made it through, and I just feel so much stronger on the other side. And I think our marriage became stronger because of that. You know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, and honestly, there were some days where I didn't even have time to miss him because I was studying from, you know, the time I woke up till way late at night. Um, but doing all that and especially not having any family nearby, which I know is something else that coaches' wives have to deal with often. Um, so it just... I know it's the typical story that most people face, but that was just probably our most challenging time that we've had thus far. Yeah, well, I think the bar, uh, studying for the bar throws it a huge (laughs) extra pile on it for sure. I mean, not just being apart, not just being both away from family, but for something that you've dreamed of doing and then, you know, such a huge test that you have to pass, you're going to law school and you're taking all this with children. I mean, that's incredible how resilient you are. You've been the backbone to a successful coach. You know, are there some things you're going to have to brag on yourself? So you're going to get over this part, but are there a few things that you think you've done that's contributed to the success of his career and your lives as a family? So that is a really tough question. I, I think one of the things that I do that maybe when you think about it, you don't even realize how much it's helping, Um, but it helps him and his career and also the whole family is try to bring the kids up to the office and to have them as present as I possibly can. Um, I think that way Joe's able to feel present as a father and not feel guilty for not being there and missing things. And the kids get to spend time with him as much as possible. And they also get to see him make an impact on other people's lives. Um, And his players get to have the opportunity to see the wonderful family man that he is. And, of course, I get to steal a kiss from him that will hold me over until he gets home. So um, I know that that might not be what you were looking for, but I, I really think that helps him feel confident in the you know career path that he's taken and still be able to be the husband and the family man that he wants and be able to be a better coach because of that, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think thinking about that question, um, if I was talking to a group of wives who were not football coaches, wife um and I explained all the extra things that I did that we all do um just all the extra tasks we take and you know becoming the handy man or woman and you know making sure the 
the lawn is mowed and all those extra things. Um, I would probably sound like Wonder Woman to <laughs> anybody else. Um, but talking to this audience, everybody else pretty much does all the things that I do, um, which I think is what makes being a coach's wife so special is that we all do such wonderful jobs supporting our husbands. Um, and we truly love supporting them in their careers and try to do everything that we can to make sure they are able to be successful. Um, but one other thing, I guess, that I think, again, sort of helps everybody is, I think, having my own identity outside of being a coach's wife is also helps. Um, because I think sometimes we put our dreams on hold, and we forget to do things for ourselves, because we're so busy doing things for our husbands and our kids and for everybody else. Um, that I think, although I love supporting my husband more than anything in the world, I think taking the time for myself or doing something for myself or pursuing my dreams and sort of I don't, it helped me be a better wife and a better mom and a better support system for him because I have something else to focus on as well. I agree 100%. It's like when you're able to do that, it's you're able to be laser focused when you have time with them because you're able to do something that you feel fulfilled in and you feel like there's another layer to what you're doing as a person, you know, what you're, what you're giving and you're serving. There's another layer to it because there's another side of something you're able to be fulfilled. in. I just, I'm a huge proponent of that. You know, I talk to, you know, wives every week and I think there's one of the podcasts it was Dr. Carolyn Curry. She was uh, Bill Curry's wife from, I think he coached at Alabama and Georgia Tech, Kentucky. And looking back now, um, I think, I believe Mrs. Curry, Dr. Curry's in her seventies and she had kids and then went back to school and got her PhD. And, and that's exactly the same words that she said, which is, you know, it's very important to also and simultaneously do what you're passionate about. You know, you will be better, you know, as a wife and as a mom. Um, and, and there's stuff that you bring to the family by doing that. Definitely. I have to ask you, you don't have to answer it, but uh, do you negotiate your house contracts? I'm guessing you're the ones that read the fine print, all the fun things that you, some of the tasks that you do. I bet you're hit with a few more. What do you think? Um, actually, it's funny you say that. Yes, I, um, I do exactly that. I successfully negotiated down our rent several times and um, contracts for buying houses and even gotten some deposits back we weren't supposed to. So I kind of find that a little bit of a challenge almost, like a personal challenge. <laughs> um, and I hope one day that I can really, uh, I guess, negotiate and focus on his contracts. We haven't gotten to the point in his career where, you know, he's a coordinator and has the two, three-year contract. Um, and I know that when he starts out, you don't really get a whole bunch of bargaining chips. Um, but I think that'll be something really fun and really cool that most people, I guess, don't get to do. But since they're both sort of my line of work, I get to combine that and also use it as a um, tool to help my family. And so I think that'll be really fun and challenging at the same time. 
Um, but that's something I'm looking forward to. Oh, absolutely. Do you ever have any friends that go, hey, would you look over this document real quick? I mean, do you get hit up a lot? I do. I think the one good thing about not being licensed in all the states is I, I can, look, you know, I can do quick little things like that or just read over stuff. But since I can't practice or go to court or do anything in the states I'm not licensed in, it gives me a really good excuse to tell people no. <laughs> right, um, right. So I guess that's the, the upside of not being licensed as I move to all these different states. It's almost like there's a few careers that people kind of jump on, which I would imagine would be attorney or if you're a physician, like, hey, uh, would you please look at my leg? It's hurting now. You know, <laughs> there's a few people that you know, would take advantage of that great career that you have. So oh, I do that all the time with doctors too. I have a friend that's a PA and she's probably seen pictures of my kids that no one should ever see. So <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I know. So what do you think is the toughest part about being a coach's wife? You've named a few things already so far, but if you, to answer that question, I mean, what do you think stands out? I know that a lot of wives would, or at least I see complaints a lot of the time about the rubber pellets that come home and how they are constantly fighting off the little rubber pellets from the field. Right. Um, but fortunately my husband hates those things just as much as I do. And so somehow I have never seen one of those in my house. And he also puts the toilet seat down. So nice. I count both of those as major victories. Um, but in all seriousness, the most challenging thing to me, and I hate to admit it, is fall camp. Mm. Um, the hours are just, they're so much longer than any other time. And I know that they work crazy hours all the time. But to me, those are just, they're, they're longer. And the kids have fewer chances to see their dad. Um, and the big thing, I think, is that we don't have a game to look forward to every week to kind of, you know, help us get through the week and to have, you know, hopefully a win at the end of that week. And, you know, just it, it kind of helps, you know, having something to look forward to. And since there are no games, it sort of feels like it goes on forever. Um, and so I, I think that's why I love the first game of the season so much, because Yes, we've been waiting for it, but it also signifies the end of fall camp. And mm -hmm. so every time we complete one of those each year, I just feel like it's a little victory. Um, but it's all necessary, I, I know. And it's just part of the job and making sure that the team is successful, but it doesn't make it any less challenging doing that. I agree. I think uh, we're in fall mm -hmm. camp right now. Everyone is across the country that's in football. And it takes me, uh, this is year 17 for us, but it takes me a couple of days each year to get, to wrap my head around it. Okay. All right. This is what's happening. I know it. It. I'm grumpy. Okay. I got to get my mind right. <laughs> you know, like I'm doing, okay, I'm doing it. I got the kids. I'm doing every diaper change or every meal, every snack, every running them around, you know, and, and you know, the, the mission, you get it, you love what they do, but just to me, it, there's a two, three days where you go, all right, this is hard. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get through it, but whew, here we are, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that another challenging thing to piggyback off that is I really need to be better about having better meals. I feel like during fall camp and when he is never home, I'm just not super excited about cooking a huge meal for me and two kids. So, um, when he is around, I try to make good. We try to eat healthy and whatnot. Um, so that's definitely a challenge too that I 
need to get better at. But, and I think the other really hard thing is we've just had them for so much time over the summer. Mm -hmm. And so it's not even like it's eased back into it. It's we had all that time and now you have no time and it's cold turkey. Um, But yeah, it takes me several days to adjust as well. So do you guys do something fun after that first win of the season or each week? Do you do something really fun on Saturdays after the game or you keep a low profile? We kind of keep a low profile. Honestly, uh, in the past schools we've been at, he's had to wear some extra hats, as I know many coaches do. Um, And when we were at Prairie View, he was the video coordinator, the DFO, special teams, and tight ends coach. And so the video coordinator really took a lot, because that's a whole job in itself. Um, Mm -hmm. And we didn't didn't know that we were going to get that job. And he taught himself, and he did a great job, but it was after the game, usually you get to go home and enjoy your coach and he would have to stay and get all the film inputted and make sure that was all done. Um, so our tradition, I guess, kind of become, became just hanging out in the office after the games for hours until he was done or till it was just too late to keep my kids up any longer. Um, and so that sort of has, when we got to Florida A&M, they did hire a video coordinator, but Joseph still had to stay back a little bit and kind of help train him and make sure everything was done right. And it tapered off. So this past season was the first time we really got to enjoy the after the game with him. So I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully maybe starting a new tradition. Um, You know, I've heard some really fun ones. I know I have a um, good friend and mentor Christy Malzon takes her husband to Waffle House after games um you know and I've just heard some other fun things so you know I'm open to suggestions for I like traditions and I think it'd be fun to start one and maybe we have an opportunity this time I think you hit on something that a lot of wives across the country can identify with which is a lot of a lot of us coach high school or um d3 d2 fcs some of these levels where you are wearing a lot of hats and people, the public just would not expect that they see the same product as you do on Saturday from a um, FBS school. And you just assume that there's someone back there doing some of those things, but it does fall to our coaches and um, these wives, you know, they, the different levels of football can be very challenging because, you know, the financial situation can be tough as well. So they just, the, you know, what they put into it is amazing to me. I mean, sometimes you look back and go, wow, what these guys and what these families are doing to impact young men. Some of the schools have lower budgets than others, but they still have to go out and win football games. And so everybody has to work together to, you know, make it seem like there is no budget deficit or, um, you know, just to provide them the same opportunity that, you know, Missouri or Kansas or Auburn or Alabama you know, has to go get a win and sometimes you've got to wear all those different hats to make it happen um, but I also think it, it's good for it was, it was really good for him and a learning experience and you can look back on it and say wow I did that like you said but you also it kind of equips you for roles later in the life um, I know that my husband would like to be a head coach one day and so all those things that he did, those extra roles, I think just really equip him for future roles um, and have taught him a lot along the way. So although I don't think he 
would have volunteered for all those extra hats. I think looking back now, he is grateful to have had those experiences for sure. There's a lot of pressure that we have in this business. Are there a handful of things that you remind Joseph of during those tough days, just the highs and lows of coaching college football? Um, yes, there are. We have gone through different seasons. Um, several schools ago, we had seasons where we lost more games than we won. Um, and that's never easy because losing is never fun. So that time um, required several post-game pet talks and reminders of, you know, why he does this and, the things that he always tells me why he does it, the players and, you know, making a difference and that it's not about wins, but sometimes it's hard to remember that when you're stuck in a losing streak. Um, and also when things just personally and professionally don't go, I guess, as we had planned them in our mind, um, we have plans and aspirations, um, but our plan is not always, what God has planned for us and so um sometimes you have you know it takes reminding for from both of us for each other that there's going to be perfect timing and there is the plans and you know we're gonna we're we are where we are supposed to be at that time and you know just trust and trust in God and I guess as Nick Saban says trust in the process Um, and you know I mean everything is going to work out and so you know when you go through seasons like that it also makes you very grateful for those winning seasons that you have and the victories and the opportunities that you get Um, so I think just never taking any of that for granted is also a really good reminder um, to build on in the future as well. Without question. I know part of this whole business is relying on the wives around you on your staff. Are there some ways you've enjoyed connecting with the wives on either this current staff or ones prior? Have you kind of developed some strong friendships throughout the years? Absolutely. Um, Some of my very best friends have come from coaches, coaches, wives on staff. I think it's just super special, the bond that we have and the understanding because Although I have lots of really good friends that I went to high school with or college or grew up with, they just don't quite understand it sometimes. Uh, so it's really nice to have someone that's so close to you that understands the the highs and the lows and the struggles and the victories, and you kind of go through those together. Um, and also just to kind of sit there, and especially when you have kids that are similar in age and watch them grow up together. And I think that's what's so special about it. But I also think that's what makes it hard because we do move a lot. And so it's hard to see those relationships um, when you are so close uh, at proximity to then move far away and the kids moving far away from their friends. And so although we gain a lot of really close friends and when we move, we make the new friends and grow more relationships, it still, it never makes it easy to say bye or see you later um but it's all worth it in the end do you have a coach's wife mentor I do so I think she's an actual superwoman um has costume and all and that is Evie Taylor I don't know um if you know or familiar with Trooper Taylor he coaches at Duke now he's been at tons of different schools um and his wife is absolutely incredible she had one point had two collegiate athletes 
Um, her daughter plays basketball and her son plays football. And they are probably two of the most outstanding people you could ever meet. And so she does not miss a single game. So she had her husband, both of her kids, and doesn't miss games. She also has her own career, had a practice. Um, she has a PhD in social work and counseling. Um, I might have said some of that wrong, but so she um, has her, had her own practice. She's also was a department chair for the university in the social work department and so did all of that work went to all of her kids' collegiate-level games, supported her husband, went to all of those games, and um, I just, I I aspire to be like that, and she also has a really good secret brownie recipe that she makes (laughs) for her players for all their away games, and she told me one day she will tell me what that is, Um, but I guess I'm not worthy yet, (laughs) but I just, I really, like, I can't, when I think of the ultimate, ultimate coach's wife she is the first person that comes to mind I do not understand how she does it all and I can only aspire to be like her one day um and it's not even just that either they give back to their community too they started a board I mean a nonprofit um that gives back to the the kids in the community um I mean like the whole family is just absolutely exceptional you're gonna have to help me get her on the podcast some of the practical ways you like to um, show Joseph's players that they mean more to you than um, than just the number they wear, that you guys are doing this for a bigger purpose? Yeah, I think I've touched on it a little bit. We, I really try to make it feel like it's a home away from home. Um, you know, my son is only three years old right now, but I can imagine what it would be like to drop him off somewhere hundreds of miles away and say, here, y'all take care of him. And I would want someone to take care of him is you know close to nobody's gonna replace me but you know make him feel like he has a home so I just I try to look at it from that perspective I might have gotten better since I had children um just to understand that role but I started out trying to maybe do too much or maybe not maybe I need to go back to it I used to color signs it might have been the cheerleader in me where we had to put signs on our football players lockers Mm -hmm. um and you know with encouraging quotes and I mean I like I did it big um like and they probably threw them straight in the trash can (laughs) so I did that and you know had the baked goods and um but then he went to Birmingham Southern and actually switched sides of the ball and had 22 D linemen oh wow so that kind of tapered off at that point um I still did the baked goods um but we just we try to do things like have them over have them over for dinner. Um, you know, we have you know community pools and things. One day, I'd like to have a really awesome entertaining house with a great pool and you know be the the place to go. But until then, you know, we find activities and things that we can do with our family and the players. Just letting the kids run out on the field after games and practice, and I watch them interact with his players and. You know, they play catch with my son and they race my daughter and um, they really are. It's, It's like their family.
you're spending a lot of time with the players and you guys are giving back in the community with them. And um, it sounds like you have an, a busy life as an attorney and he's wearing multiple hats. Do you ever have time alone to go get a cup of coffee or do a, have a date night during the season? It's very hard during the season, but you know, we've got to make time for that. But what I've discovered is how important it is to spend time together alone without kids, obviously not during the season. Um, but during the few breaks that we get, we've made it a point to every year just do something, whether it's, you know, driving an hour away and just staying a long weekend or going on a big fabulous vacation without kids, just to give us that time to put phone and work and kids and just focus on us and our relationships. And we found that it's so renewing and I come back just feeling refreshed and like a better mom and a better wife um this past summer we went to Tahiti and it was the most amazing thing I have ever seen in my life um but not every year will we be able to go to Tahiti or somewhere fabulous like that um but it's it's not really just the the background scenery It, it was the quality time that we got to spend together and just you know, it's so hard when we're in such busy seasons of life and seasons in football um, to have that time and that quality time. So I think that is our number one priority is just to find blocks of time to spend together alone. For people who are not coaches' wives that listen to our amazing podcast, what do you think would surprise people? A task you might have done that they wouldn't realize would be the responsibility of a coach's wife. So I guess I'm sort of creative. Um, I like to dabble in calligraphy for a little bit. I monogram or so. Um, So I've been tasked with doing things like making name cards for the recruiting um, celebration, you know, the day after signing day. So I, what I've been doing the past few years is I have a chalkboard and I write out the schedule for the upcoming season and I kind of do it in the calligraphy, you know, the cute little wedding chalkboards and things. So I did one for myself a few years ago. And then one of the wives came over and was like, Oh, I love that. where did you get it from? And I was like, well, I did it. And so somehow it went to, will you do mine? And of course I was happy to do hers and then another one wanted me to do it. So somehow I ended up with the business of making chalk, chalkboard calligraphy, you know, football schedules. Wow. Um, I like it. So I guess that's a job that I didn't even know that I could do, but kind of fun and they look really cute. In addition to reviewing contracts, you just don't think those two things go together. I'm quite impressed with your diversity of talent there. My contracts aren't so pretty when, I, when I'm done with those, but, you know, both fun in their own, in their own aspects, I guess. What do you think is the most rewarding thing about being a coach's wife? Yeah, you know, like I said before, just getting to watch him do what he loves. Like, I can watch him on the field with the players and I can see the connection that he has with them and how much he cares about them and how much they care about him and watch him coach. And I I love watching him on the field. Um, He actually has been in the press box most of our uh, lives, I think, except for one season. So I only get to see him at practice, but just getting to watch him do that. And I just, I can see the joy and the love in his eyes that he has when he's coaching. There've been 
so many things that he's done that you can physically see changing lives. Um, and it just, it makes me feel so good to know that I am helping him achieve that. Okay. Rapid fire questions. You ready? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. What's the last book you've read? Um, I don't read too many novels, but I have been reading a devotional on the Proverbs 31 woman. Um, if that counts, it's not really a book, but that's the closest thing I got. All right. I love it. Coach surprises you and walks in the door with concert tickets. What band or person would be printed on that ticket? So a few months ago, there was, I think it was a B2K Millennium tour with all the 90s, um, a bunch of R&B hip hop artists. And unfortunately, we didn't get to go, but I saw it and I wanted to go so bad. And they came within a couple hours. It didn't work with the schedule. But that would be the ticket that he handed me. Nice. Everyone has a few things they might need to replace around the house. What's the ugliest thing you own? I do have a really awful old vacuum cleaner that I despise, but he just, you know, the whole, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Don't buy a new <laughs> one. So he really has you know, held firm to that vacuum. And one day I'm going to win the battle and we are going to get a new one. But for now, that is the ugliest thing, <laughs> the most non-functional thing that we have. If you could have dinner with someone other than a family member, current or from history, who would that be? Um, so this is a hard one. And this is probably random. Um, I think I would want to go back and go to dinner with Bear Bryant's wife, which is probably something I shouldn't say, being that I went to Auburn University. Um, <laughs> but when I think of one of the most successful college football coaches in all of history, I can't help but think of him. And as you know, and we've talked about, the wives are the backbone, and they're the ones that help the coaches get to the success that they have. So. I'd like to ask her what she did and how she got, you know, how she got him there, basically. I love it. No one's thought of that. Great answer. Great answer. You get a night alone. What show would you binge watch? This might be embarrassing, but I think my favorite show would probably be The O.C. (laughs) And I watch it every few years, you know, from beginning to end. So I'm probably, it's probably time for that one again. There you go. You lock your keys in your car. Coach, is it practice? Who's the first person you call? Um, well, this actually happened um, almost. My car died in the middle of the street or highway, and he was at practice. Um, so I called my really good friend, Madeline Street, who's our defensive coordinator's wife. Um, and eventually they were able to get the um, – the campus police to go get him off the field (laughs) and he was able to call and help me solve my problems. So it was wrapping up practice or else I wouldn't have bothered. So yeah, I I did. I called her first and she came and saved my kids. So that was very helpful. If your husband wasn't a coach, what would he be? Um, well, his, he majored in finance and marketing um, double major, so he'd probably be some boring financial analyst type guy. I don't know. Is there a sport you can beat Coach Henry in? Um, I'm not sure if it qualifies as a sport, but air hockey. Um, I've played him a handful of times, and I don't think he scored a point on me yet. Um, pretty much anything else. I'm, I'm just, but you got to watch out 
with the card names and the board games, sometimes he likes to um, sneak one past me or, you know, pull from the bottom of the deck. So <laughs> we if get pretty competitive. I like it. So you're competitive as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't like to lose and I especially don't like it when he beats me. So. <laughs> if your family had a theme song, what would it be? So I guess now it would have to be Eye of the Tiger. Uh, you know, I sang that or heard it played a long time ago and I'm moving to a different Tiger team. So I guess I'll embrace it as a whole. And so will the whole Henry clan. There you go. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing with us. This has been so much fun. Thank I'm you so much. And thank you for having me on here. I've had so much fun doing this. Um, and I have loved listening to the podcast. And I can't wait to hear this one. I'm a little nervous. It will be great for sure. And best of luck at Missouri. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.